previously on the Riverdale Register. We're just breezing through. Just Let's breezing check our right through. Make sure it doesn't fucking hate us. Okay, Jesus. There it goes. Is it good? Is it working? Yeah, it's okay. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Because we are not recording a third time. <laughs> that The show is canceled if it oh, happens again. No, I don't want to cancel the then show. Then we would have to record a third time. No. We would get two other people to record. <laughs> we would get... Listen, you're going to have to do this one for us. Yeah. We can't do it again. We can't. That would be great if it's like, we're here because John and Caitlin are just done. They're just done this week. <laughs> oh, Steven. Thank you for doing that for us in advance. Oh, hail our fair Riverdale. Register. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Are we not doing anything with the... It's it's going to be fine when we put in the music? Yeah, it'll be fine. Okay, It'll cool. be fine. Okay. I'm going to... Precautions. Okay, cool. Ready? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Riverdale Register. My name is Caitlin. My name is John. Why are we talking like we're on public radio? I don't know. I've said the introduction so many times that I, I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just trying to do something different and cool. Mm. <laughs> I just woke up from a nap, as I told John, like 12 times. So, so we know she's totally ready for this episode of Riverdale. I'm really ready. For this episode of Riverdale. So we have like uh one, two, three, four new reviews. Oh my god. Yeah. People are listening to this, John. Still? You said you said if we did this, no one would listen. You said it would be fine. It would be fine. Why would I do a podcast that I wanted people to find and listen it's to? Insane. I hate it. I love it. Do you like to read? Yeah. That one. Okay. Wait. No, we definitely did that one. We did that one? Because I was like, you're a devoted listener. We definitely did that one. You're right. Yeah. Okay, we have three. We have three new reviews. It's so not <laughs> as cool as four. Uh, no, that, I'm kidding. That one right there. Good, that one's short. Great. Five stars. <laughs> Rains one, two, three. Love your overview and thoughts on the show and how you make fun of the ridiculousness. When I'm watching the show, I'll think, I can't wait to hear what they think about that, what they think about that on the podcast. Keep it up. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank thanks, Reigns. One, two, three. We have a five-star from C.L. Handy called The Only and Best Riverdale Podcast. This podcast is amazing. It offers funny commentary on the crazy and ridiculous and sometimes great show Riverdale. Hosts John and Caitlin are witty and hilarious with their tangents and references and Caitlin's amazing theories. Mm. I especially appreciate when John references Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Caitlin references Pretty Little Liars. If I could give this podcast ten stars, I would. That's very sweet. Also, guess what I did this week? Wait, what did, what I started did, watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Guess what I did until 2 o'clock in the morning last night? I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm a fan now. How, where are you? What are you? Really? Well, I actually, we're just kind of bouncing around because I'm, I'm watching all the episodes that I know are iconic first. Um, and then we're kind of working our way through season two because I heard, and I have actually, I started watching season one and I was not crazy about season one. Mm-hmm. So I'm just starting with season two. Okay. I kind of feel like I know a lot of stuff that happens on Buffy. Um, I really love it. I'm so happy that it exists. Okay. Things that I think about it now, though, I think are different than if I watched it, like, five years ago. Like, Xander. Like, oh, Xander's a problem for two seasons. Yeah. Is it five and six? No. One and two. Oh, well, five and six, he's kind of a problem, too. Like, I love him and I hate him. It's hard hmm. to explain. 
Um, oh, he's not. He's not great to Anya. That's true. Is he's that not, the demon girlfriend? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's not. He's okay. He's a little bit mansplaining to her. I mean, she's a demon. She doesn't know, but right. She seems like an idiot, but then I realize she's like a supernatural idiot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun though. It's a really fun show. Um, this makes me very happy. I know. I know. I, I mean, hope it's you will though. like watch the whole thing in order at some point. Yeah. I understand about season one. Yeah. I just, I'll watch it eventually, but I feel like it's like if we're laying the groundwork, I feel like I already know a lot of the groundwork. Uh-huh. So I'd rather kind of just jump into the fun. Does that make sense? Yes. Not that it's not it's fun, just but. that, no, wait, I think, sorry, I th- one of my favorite jokes, I don't, I was like, is it in season one or is it might be in season three? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'll watch I, season two. Sorry. But it's all very entertaining. I watched a musical episode last night. And I really liked it. Yeah, because it's great. Yeah, it's great. The it's really it's good. the high bar for other musical episodes. Yeah, yeah. Because really they good. wrote all that music. I know. I like the one that Xander and his lady friend sing together. Because they're like, this could be a musical. Like yeah, a real musical. Never I like. They got the ketchup stain out. Oh yeah, it was mustard actually. Because oh. I just watched it. But yeah, very good stuff. And I call myself a fan. I know. It's a fake fans. Enough of these fake Buffy fans. Kaylin, can you read this last review we got? Yes. Finally, M.G. Fowler. M.J.E. Fowler? Anyway. So I'm a mini obsession with the recap podcast. It makes me feel like I have more to look forward to each week than just the hour um, of my favorite show. Unfortunately, it's not the easiest type of podcast to find because it all depends on the dynamic of the hosts. So I've been looking for a good Riverdale recap podcast and it has not been easy, but I finally found it. I love the inside knowledge that you bring to the episode and enjoy all your banter and tangents. You guys stick to the point, but make it enjoyable along the way. We say as we just come off of like a 10 minute tangent. <laughs> Thank you for making Riverdale last just a little bit longer each week. Thank you so much. Oh, that's Thank really you. nice. Oh, that is really nice. Because we're really nice. We're fine. We're, we're not that nice. We're, yeah. I mean, I kind of have the service of nice. I think people think I'm very nice. You, you, you give off nice. You <laughs> I exude <do>. nice. <laughs> I exude nice. But we'll see. Maybe one day I'll be mean. Oh, God. I'm scared for that day. Yeah. No. Uh, Caitlin, can you uh, tell us about the title of this episode? Yes. Okay. So, Chapter 61, Witness for the Prosecution. So, this was actually a play that we did in high school for me. In my high school, I think it was like my junior year. They did this play. Um, it's an, it's it's also a film, but it's an Agatha Christie play and it's about this man who's on trial for the murder of like this old woman named Mrs. Emily French. What a name. I think it's a name that's been referenced in other things if it sounds familiar. Mm. Um, and so he's on the stand and his wife testifies that he confessed to her that he did kill her. But then I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of like a good if you like like good twists and shit, like it's a fun play. Uh and if you're in high school and you guys are looking for a play to do, it's a fun one. Hmm. And if you are an actor, you can sit most of the time. So. Is this from personal experience? No, I actually was not in the play. I was in the audience sitting. So. And you were thinking, man, lucky for these actors that get to sit most of the time during this. Yeah, exactly. Did I, I've told you about the time I acted in a play in high school and I got the part that was in a wheelchair. Actually, I think you and did. I, and, I, and I'm yes. like, yeah, sweet. I get to just wheel around for most of the show. What That's play great. was it? It's called A Party to Murder. Oh, okay. I thought it was Annie and you were playing Theodore Roosevelt or Franklin. Which one was in a wheelchair? 
Because that was a thing. FDR. FDR was in a wheelchair, and that was a thing uh, when I I was in FDR. Uh, Annie. I imagine was, if I could have played FDR. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's weird that he's in that play as a character. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, that play does not hold up that well, because it's, like, basically, like, a guy, like, a super billionaire adopts, like, an orphan for, like, his own public image, mm-hmm. gives her back to the orphanage, and then, like, readopts her because he's, like, lonely. I don't know. <laughs> and then they try to sell the kids. It's just weird. I don't really remember much about that play. I love plays. I would love to hear you describe half-remembered plays. <laughs> I think it's very entertaining. That could be a whole other podcast. Right. I mean, now I just describe half-remembered episodes of Riverdale. Exactly. This plot... And I'm the half that remembers it. This was a very frustrating episode. Honestly, John, I don't remember most of it, so you'll have to just tell me And you just that. woke up from a nap? Yeah, oh, man. Exactly. This episode was written by Devin Turner. It's his fourth episode of Riverdale after The Wrestler, The Red Dahlia, and Prom Night. And it, Riverdale is his only writing credit. Good uh, episode, so... From what I remember, uh, which is not much. It was directed by Harry Giergian, which is a crazy last name. Well, it's hard to pronounce right now. You're right. I'm sorry. Giergian? J-I-E-R-J-I-A-N. It's cool. It's a cool... I just wish I could say it. Yeah, same. Or knew exactly how to pronounce it. I'm trying to think of if there's like a... Oh, it'll come to me. It's the second episode of Riverdale after Bizarro Dale. Oh, yeah. I cannot remember. What was the plot of Bizarro Dale? That was when Kevin, Josie, and Reggie had plots. And wasn't it bizarre that they Uh. gave them plots? (laughs) (laughs) No, but, like, literally, that was... That was why it was bizarre, because we followed the the other characters. Yeah, literally. No, that's why. I'm not kidding. Yeah, you're right. Roberto. Wow. Yeah. Cool, Roberto. Yeah. Uh, He was an editor before he recently started directing. This is like, he's only directed like six stuff. Hair J. Good job. Caitlin, would you like to do uh, Archie, Betty, and Kevin, Veronica? Okay, I do remember Veronica's plot uh, plot being really shitty. Can we do Veronica's plot first? Because I feel like it's so complicated and nonsense. This episode I didn't like because Veronica was the A plot. Was she? Yes. I, uh, I, it was nonsense. Anyway, you just talk about it and I'll jump in there. That's always... So, Mary Andrews is talking legal trial stuff to Hermione. To be honest, most of it went over my head because it wound up being thank you. I'm not an idiot. Incredibly inconsequential to anything they're doing. Right. I, so Hermione is, I think, on trial for murder, but not the murder she did commit. Right. The Hiram's attempted murder. Uh, right. Right. Okay. Yes. Because she did. Try to kill Hiram. When did she do that, and how did that play Remember out? Remember, he got shot. Not oh by Skeet Ulrich by a thief. Yeah, was it him? Yeah, do, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Hold on, no, wasn't Sheriff Minetta? No, because she was having sex with Sheriff Minetta. No, but it was after and killed Sheriff Minetta. Right. So what was she covering up with him? I don't remember. <laughs> Also, does Veronica know she killed Sheriff Minetta? No, no, they reveal that in this episode. But did they actually reveal it to Veronica, or did they just do a flashback? Unclear. Right. We'll get there. But it's great, because Veronica's like, listen, this week's been really hard for me. I got two tests, two trials. A man almost killed me in the in my, in go, my speakeasy well, last week. Never talk about week. that again, though. 
Um, and she just straight up tells Mary and Hermione that she's secretly meeting with the federal prosecutor on her dad's case. She's don't do that. Is that uh, okay? Like, I don't... Well, her whole... The problem is she only got her dad in jail because she lied and said he did all the things that she did, which technically he owned all of her assets when she did all these things. I feel like that's not the same as doing the things. I don't really understand. Veronica seems like she knows what she's doing, so I believe none she of knows. It, none of it matters, knows. though. Like, the Hiram you, stuff truly doesn't matter because it's already been established that he can leave jail anytime he wants. I so know, what's the point I, of putting this much effort <laughs> into getting out of a jail that you can already leave? I know. I don't get it either. I'm so I, if they just made him getting out of jail a dream sequence... Right, it could like, have been in her head, and we'd all be like, oh, okay. Right. But instead, there's no stakes to this. I know, it's like he's either in prison or in prison with quotation marks. So I'm not really sure why Veronica cares either way. Well, Pop has been subpoenaed. He's sad. He's probably subpoenaed because of that crime he committed. What crime? Where he, where he framed Hiram for all the... He, like, he put Hiram's name on all these books. Ah, uh, yes, you're right. So, like... Veronica's like, oh no, this is terrible, but like... You orchestrated this. You did this yeah. to him. Right, yeah. He, he did break the law. Veronica's not a good person, and not a very ethical or moral person. Right, so she goes to her dad being like, how dare you for using the legal system the actual way it's meant to be used. Right, 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 right. For trying to get out of prison. How, yeah, how... Right. Stop it, Dad. Stay in jail. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, he actually does have, like, all the moral high ground in this particular situation. For once, yeah. yeah. And his face is always like, what are you talking about always. the whole episode? Like, Miha. Like, Miha, I can't Miha, do this. Miha, I'm in prison. Yeah, God. He's so attractive, but it's such an annoying plot. He looks too good in orange. Like, how yeah, is that fair? That's not fair. He's just working out all the time. So, Veronica meets with the federal prosecutor who apparently just doesn't have a personality. Yeah, I don't even remember this. Right. She just glances off your brain. Um, (laughs) Veronica offers to expose herself on stand to be like, yes, I did it all. And the prosecutor agrees. And then that never happens. I don't even... I don't even know what that would have done. Well, if Veronica was like, yeah, I did all the things that my dad said, I don't know, would she have gone to juvie? Uh, I don't think that would have been a plot. Would someone have been like, wait, 17 year olds can't own this stuff? Right. Like, where? I honestly would have been really, this would have caused an entire, like, like, the entire judicial system (laughs) and, like, the laws of Riverdale being looked at and be like, what's been going on in this town? 20 years down the road, it would be like, uh, I'm sorry, but thanks to, like, Veronica Lodge versus the United States, (laughs) teens can't own speakeasies. (laughs) Or they can. Or they can. Lodge v. United States. Well, she gave this really great speech with it's a lot of gumption great. and then we all voted that yeah sh- teens can run bars it's funny because like every i would love to make a slideshow of all the tv shows that have had teenagers run bars why is that not an article on bustle i honestly or refinery 29 i don't know i think i should pitch it because there's literally there's literally so many yeah like there's enough right we could just rattle them off now i, know, I remember lana lang and supergirl owned or supergirl? super in smallville, smallville owned a uh owned a coffee shop slash movie theater that's weird actually no it was just a coffee shop that was in an old old movie theater they there was no movies oh that kind of sounds like a place i'd want to hang out it was a nice set yeah 
They should have had movies still. Yeah, they kind of missed out. Yeah, Gossip Girl. Well, we've done we've done this One list Tree though, Hill. right? Yeah, wow. Arrow. Mm-hmm. Shit, there's so many. Yeah, I'm gonna pitch this. Keeps happening. Yep. Anyway. Oh no, he was an adult. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mary questions FP about again whatever it was they were talking about <laughs> at Hermione's trial. What matters is that there's a mysterious woman with big sunglasses in the back of the room. Don't even remember her showing up in this scene, which is why I was confused later. <laughs> okay. Uh, the prosecution uncovers a deed, the blah, blah, blah. Uh, Hermione looks guilty now because, because she is, she did try to kill, uh, Hiram. Do they think she pulled the trigger? Here, here's why I'm mad. And Veronica is that I'm pretty sure two episodes ago, she was like, I'm done with both of my parents. So why is she trying to fight to get Hermione out of jail? Yeah, she did say that, right? Your mo- yes. She did. She said she was done with them. Your mom is also a bad person. Let them both go to jail. I just, honestly, also, who who's watching her? <laughs> like, just, is anyone, does she, is Smithers her guardian? I don't know. Maybe. Is Smithers alive? Maybe she turned 18 over the summer. Is she alive, though? Is Smithers, is she, is he alive? Um, the character, I believe, is alive. Okay. I, I, I do not know. I, if I the actor's still around and they're just, like, not picking him or whatever. I think he's around. I hope so. I hope so, too. I mean, yeah, because otherwise... But, like, yeah, yeah we kind of really stopped using Smithers after season two, didn't we? Yeah. Was No. Um, yeah, we have. Wasn't he, like, secretly a bus driver at one point? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Complicated. Anyways. <laughs> uh... So Hermione tells Mary and Veronica about that time she shot Sheriff Mineta, or we think she did. It zooms in on her, and then it flashes her shooting Sheriff Mineta, and then it's another scene, and Mary's like, well, now that I know all of this. Right. (laughs) I know. Why did they just... Why? It's so confusing. Why is Mary helping? I don't know, because she... Why would... Why? Bad decisions. The longer you say in Riverdale, the worse your decisions Mary doesn't... Mary and Hermione aren't friends. I don't know. We don't know that for sure. That's right. We don't know anything about. Did Mary? Uh, we saw. We stopped caring uh, about adults and interpersonal relationships a while ago. Did we stop? Did we ever establish? Did Mary? Mary went to Riverdale High with them. So why wasn't like Ethel Muggs playing her in like the flashback? Episode? Because Ethel Muggs isn't related to Mary <laughs> no. Andrews. I know, but it and who they would look you away? have cast as young Mary Andrews? Sadie Sink from Stranger Things. Oh. Uh, like an 11 year old yeah she's young she's she, i mean she's probably like 15 right but all the other kids are 24 well you're asking me who's a redhead basically and no i'm not i'm asking you whose hair could be dyed red i don't know who looks like a young molly ringwald and what would that have added to anything then there would have had to be plot points where it's like Mary Mary it's also so knew amazing. about the things with the Gargoyle well, King and, and and she's not in town, but she also wants you to stop. Stop looking into the Gargoyle King. <laughs> well here's the thing. <laughs> here's the other thing. None of the none of the of the timelines about the parents makes any goddamn sense. And this episode proved that once again that is true. And I'm very excited. I guess? No, it does. And I'll oh, oh, right. No. <laughs> it makes no sense. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. So, I, Veronica has an idea. Plead guilty, admit to this before 
the actual murder gets out. Uh, and then they get the governor to pardon her. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Veronica meets with Governor Dooley at Lebonet. Governor Dooley, when she walks up, says, Ah, uh, no, not you. <laughs> so he came into the speakeasy in the bottom of the diner that, that he owns. knows she owns both of, and then was shocked and surprised when she appeared, yeah. saying, Hey, I want to speak with you. <laughs> How could he have not seen this coming? Also, why does he do this? He thought he was meeting with the FBI. Veronica just straight up puts a binder in front of him and says, <laughs> this is blackmail. He goes, I believe you. This is blackmail. <laughs> and then she says, great. Pardon my mother. Oh, that's a weird show. Veronica, you have powerful blackmail on the bad man governor of a state. <laughs> what who state we don't quarantined know. your town. Just just release it. Yeah, no, right. Give it to Alice Cooper. Get him out of there. I don't think Veronica Screw your mother. Veronica does not care about other people and certainly does not care about anything uh, like wider, better politically for everyone. <laughs> she she's always looking out for number one. Yeah. And number one is of course Hiram Lodge. <laughs> number two is Hermione Lodge, and number three is Archie Andrews. She's number four on her own priority list. Honestly, fine, fine. Just saying, fine. I don't. I have very little faith in Veronica being a better person. I'm just so mad at her right now. I mean, like, how could she? Thing. How could she have all this and just not do the thing that is better for the world? She's been raised on. By Hiram, who for years conned her into believing he was an upstanding businessman who only associated with, like, the underbelly of the underbelly. No, my dad's friends are all criminals. Yeah, he's not a criminal. He's not a criminal. It's just everyone he knows. Despite and I know. all this conflicting information that I give you about his... Like, she's very loyal to the mob, despite just learning she was in the mob. <laughs> They Wait. definitely, like, retroactively decided that Hiram was going to be, like, an actual mobster. Wait, like, your friends Rico and Polly <laughs> are not? From the, from the cleaners? They're not They're not just friends from the cleaners? So crazy. So crazy. Like, it's very... They definitely went into the show being, like, Veronica Lodge, like, upstanding citizen right. of New York. Her like, father, white-collar criminal, a brilliant, right. brilliant business strategist. Exactly. And then they were like... It was just like, you know, the godfather. And well, everyone knew. People, I think it was just like, this is what that's like, right? Right. It's very <laughs> confusing. Because in one case, it's like Bernie, uh, was it Bernie Madoff? Is that my saying this right? Bernie Madoff. Bernie Madoff with the yeah. pyramid scheme, yeah. Yeah. So it's like in one case, it's that. And then in another case, it's... It's, it's drugs. Yeah. It's uh, and, he, and no one works for him visibly. No, no one, like, comes to the house. There's no, like, those capos were... Whatever, they're gone now. Also, when you have a capo, he has zero. Design. He has zero employees, but also owns everything. <laughs> right? He's just making that. That's how he jingle. saves money. He doesn't. He doesn't pay anyone. He's making jingle jingle like himself. <laughs> right? Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. yeah. Yeah. In the kitchen, just stirring right, a pot exactly. of jingle jangle. Yeah. Yep. It's very cute. It's pills very uh, dope. He, he actually, it's the Trader Joe's jingle yes. jangle though. Oh my god, I love that. Is that back in stock so yet? Excited. Um, I haven't been to Trader Joe's in like three days so not since I last saw because they're still like in Thanksgiving mode mm. but I bet like after Thanksgiving it's going to be we're going to load up on that I think nice yeah. nice Amazing. excellent yep 
Oh, I should bring some to uh, uh, Christmas movie bingo. I miss it. I'm so upset. Of course you are. I of course mean, you are. To be fair, I you am. Never come to things. I. To be fair, I'm going to be in a different country. Which country? Colombia. Oh, what? Where Shakira's you? from? We've talked mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. We have, I think. I don't remember it. Okay, I'm going to Columbia. Yeah, because I was like, John, I'm going away for Thanksgiving to Columbia. That's why. I, yeah, no, we have. We <laughs> okay. have. It's okay. It's not your fault. I That's remember cool. where you go. What are you going to do in Columbia? We have no idea yet. And we really have to get going on the planning. So. How long is the trip? Mm, like mm, 10 days. Eight Damn. Days. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It'll be like a bit. Yeah, we're excited. It's going to be really good. My, my dad's going to watch the house. This house? This house. Oh. Yeah. All right. So you might. We, we're going to party with your dad. Right. Yeah. So you. Have your to, dad's doing this podcast with me. You have to include him in everything. <laughs> he will be very upset otherwise. So Hermione changes her plea to guilty, and then the mysterious woman leaves. And how does she leave? I don't know. Mysteriously. Oh, okay. So <laughs> like I don't remember this at all. So you tell me. So Veronica is on the phone with the governor, and be like, "Thank you, governor." Wink, wink. We committed a crime, and then hangs up uh, right right in front of the mysterious woman who's at the bar. I have so many questions about this whole thing. This is the only part I'm interested and, in. And, and Veronica's like, it's just great news. My mom's getting out of jail. And she's like, your dad, too. <laughs> and Veronica's like, I'm sorry, what? And she's like, oh, I'm a private eye who uncovered that the federal prosecutor has been taking secret meetings with you where they've been plotting to imprison your father right there at that booth where I bugged you. Mm. And Veronica's like, you bugged me in my own speakeasy? <laughs> my own child speakeasy? <laughs> You caught me? How dare you? And she's like, yes, but there's more. Because <laughs> Veronica's like, I'll, I'll, I'll pay you not to do it. That's how I solve most of my problems. Right, exactly. She's like, you can't pay me because I am secretly your sister. But and she, most of the lodge. <laughs> but she doesn't say, I'm your secret sister. She says, I'm Hiram's other daughter. Other daughter. Like, she should have known who this woman yeah. is. Veronica, we are meet at Thanksgiving every year. <laughs> I can see Veronica meeting a sibling and forgetting who she was. I'm sorry, Daddy. Who is this? <laughs> Veronica, this is, this is your sister. This is Yeah, she's your fucking half-sister. Your biological sibling. You've met at least 47 times. She... You know, you, she just went to college, and then you started pretending you'd never met her before. <laughs> she it's like, honestly so mean. <laughs> she, Even now, I was just like, dude, are you serious? I'm sitting right in front of you. I'm your sister. I wish I wish I was other daughter. And she just has to, like, slowly reintroduce is, herself every I'm going to hold on to this headcanon for a yeah, while. Yeah, no, they know each other, have always known each other. Yeah. Well, it makes no sense. <laughs> Hiram and Hermione met in high school. We've right. established that. Right. They got married, she, like, shortly after high school. She has to be, I mean, we don't know, five years older than Veronica? Maybe? Maybe. Hermione is I mean, she looks late. about 28. Right. And we have no idea. Veronica is ageless. But, like, we... we. So how did this work? Did Hiram have an affair? Because... He's very open about the fact that this is his daughter. She likes him. That's the part that's fucking nuts. Hiram walks out of the courtroom, arm in arm with this girl. And Alice is like, are you celebrating with your... Girlfriend? And he's like, daughter. And no one's like... And everyone's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Alice, who intimately knows this family... 
this would be a national news story. No one even like looks at each other. Twice imprisoned businessman reveals daughter previously unknown, who is private investigator, <laughs> who single handedly discovers the evidence that that gets him out of prison and incriminates his other daughter. Yeah, everyone would be talking about this. But Alice just nods politely. Alice is like, of course, of that course. makes right, 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 right. How could I think anything else? They, there wasn't even like a. <gasps> And then right. dun, 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 Although, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like every time like a piece of information is supposed to land super hard, the soundtrack for the show has just been doing a, like a like a subwoofer. Whoa. I love it. <laughs> underneath it. Shall we? Just help me figure out this timeline of Hiram and his, and his secret other daughter. Okay, so the only way that this makes any sense is that he cheated on Hermione. Like immediately after high school? I don't know. We don't know how old the parents are. That's right. We don't. We know they are older than the kids, but younger than Pop, Tate, and Smithers. It seems like... Maybe she's about Charles's age. We have no idea how old Charles is as established in this episode. It's true. Um, I guess... Did they go... I don't know. I'm going to assume that she has some mother in Florida or wherever she's from. I think she's from Florida. It's not it at all. You don't mm-hmm. think that's what it is? She's literally just a clone of Hiram. Oh, creepy. That's what he did so much crime for, to fund his mad science experiments back at Lodge Industries. It was industries. Come on. I'm pretty sure you can't clone someone a different... Hiram wanted to make a perfect human, and he was already a perfect human. So he, so he wanted to make another perfect human right. who was a woman, and he just, like, I don't know... Tweak the DNA? Right, right. He, yeah. he turned that one X into a Y. But otherwise, no. it's the same. yeah. Yeah, no, that honestly makes about as much sense as what I'm pitching. So. Right. So anyway, this so he, is nonsense. So he walks out of the courtroom, he's like, it's also time for me to accomplish a dream of mine to become the best boy in Riverdale. I mean, <laughs> run for mayor of Riverdale. Who the fuck is going <laughs> to vote for you? Oh, the man who just got out of jail? Didn't he also, didn't her With most, the secret daughter? Didn't Hermione run for mayor, though, and like... Won. Won because people thought they were voting for Hiram. So maybe I guess people will vote for him because people are fucking idiots in this town. It's just like, why go through all the problems of making Hermione mayor if you're just gonna be like, and now Hiram's mayor. Is she still mayor? No. Clearly not. Who's... No one is mayor mayor right now. There's probably an acting mayor. Mary should be mayor. So we can say Mayor Mary. (laughs) And that would be fun for us. (laughs) you know what? You're not wrong. Yeah, Mayor Mary. Mayor Mary Mary. And that's the end of Veronica's plot. Okay, I kind of want to get through Archie's because I also was very bored by this. So, so much text John wrote about this plot. Archie's secret identity is the Black Hood? Yeah, is the man who shot his dad. Like... Yeah. He, they're not calling it the Black Hood, but he looks but like... But it's the same exact thing. Yeah. And he's not even being like, I'm going to take back the power that the Black right. Hood Right. He's, he's not me. trying to, like, turn the name into something good. Right. He's not using a name at all, but he's clearly the Black Hood. Yeah. Um, I really hate this whole thing, I'm going to be honest. It's such a re- retro... Not retro, like it. It's such a. 
reductive reductive way to take Archie after all the growth of the last feels like steps yeah. backwards so many steps uh, it's like he's he, he's totally on the right path mm. and he's doing it the wrong way you know what I mean yeah I he feels like using physical violence though and also and I think this is the worst part of it is that nothing's actually happening right. in his plot. Right. Because every episode is, hey, this guy Dodger's still around yes. and is bad. And then Archie's like, well, then I'm going to fight him. <laughs> and then he fights him. And then he's like, that'll show Archer, or, uh, Dodger. And then the next episode, they do it again. Yeah. And also, Dodger has a gun. <laughs> Archie doesn't have a gun. It's not going to work out. We've established it's pretty easy for Archie to get a gun. Yeah, but then it's like, I don't think he wants to use a gun. It's like a whole thing. I don't understand why FP can't just catch Art Dodger. I mean, it's, Dodger just Oh, it's probably because maybe, maybe, yeah, no one will rat on him. Yeah. And why are these kids think this guy is so great? Well, they don't think Dodger is great. They just want Dodger not to Why are there them? so many children in crisis in this small town? I don't know, because it seems like the small town with Pep like five minutes ago, and now it's like... I, I don't understand why the, the death of Jason Blossom was such a big deal if this is really the town of Riverdale. So there's this woman walking down an alley that is actually called Sketch Alley. <laughs> Because all the graffiti that goes on in right, there, right, and people right. do all these sketches, it's really Beautiful. nice. Yes. Uh, and two men literally try to steal her purse, and and then that's when the black hood Archie just tackles one of them, and they both run, and then she pepper sprays him. It's hilarious. It's funny, but then he has to wash his face when he gets home. But that's gonna hurt for a while, right? Have you ever been pepper sprayed? Were you there at the at the when we were? breathing in air and then it was pepper spray and then we almost all died no okay yeah you would have remembered that i guess yeah pepper spray is very not fun um yeah i don't know if it was pepper spray for sure but i'm pretty sure somebody's pepper spray like exploded in their purse or something wow yeah but it was like at the end of the night but like (laughs) like yeah it was really bad it was like it felt like I was choking. It was horrible. It's not a. It's not like a oh, spray in your eye kind of thing. It's like your throat closes. Like it's not fun. Obviously. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That was scary though. Anyway. So Archie just goes home and puts his face in the sink and he's fine. Yeah. Why didn't you try that? I don't know. I don't know why I didn't try that. Feels silly now. So Archie and the kids are painting over some graffiti when a guy brings a kid named Toby over. Uh, because Eddie's still in the hospital, I guess. Uh, and tells Archie, like, oh, this kid tried to steal a comic book from my from my newsstand. Archie offers to pay for it. The guy says it costs four ninety nine. <laughs> Listen. So we went all the way down here for this. A comic book's two ninety nine, maybe three ninety nine. A four ninety nine comic is like a heavy duty cover. Big event story. That's not the comic book he hands to the kid. Wait, this is your issue with this guy overcharged Archie on this comic book, and Archie was like, "Sure, five bucks. There you go." Yeah, but I don't think that Archie would be like. "Mm, Seems like this isn't a special issue. You'd think that, but remember in season one, Archie had a poster of the Justice League up on Uh, up in his bedroom, so he knows shit. I actually just think that Archie loves. 
men who are strong being in charge of protecting people. So that's why he likes the Justice League. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say that's why he that's why he respected this man enough to pay him the five dollars. Looked like a big strong man commanding that little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Archie needs um, like a firm hand. He needs someone to really sit him Guidance. down and learn like how the world actually works because this is not it. Mm. No, it's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. Uh, <laughs> this guy's like, hey, I don't want any of your delinquents in my shop. You, whatever. Uh, so apparently, everyone hates just children. Right. Yes. Hates them. Uh, so like Archie's leaving the gym later and sees some kids stealing hubcaps. And so he masks up and tries to stop them. And they run off and he puts the hubcap back on. And then Toby puts a gun to his head and it's a whole thing. And he's just like, "Go tell Dodger he's done. He's out of here." Which like again. You've been saying that for three episodes, it's dude. Very annoying. We're just doing the same shit. What are we waiting for on Dodger? Let's just kill Dodger. What are we? <laughs> Let's just kill Dodger. If we kill Dodger, let's just arrest. Do- what does this? What does Archie have to fucking do to get one kid who's like, oh yeah, he's an asshole. Let's get him out yeah. of here. I I understand why they would be afraid, but I'm not really sure why FP can't just figure it out. Right. You know, it's like he's dealing like, with drugs. Like they could just catch him with drugs. If everyone knows, yeah. Then the sheriff's department should probably do something. I've never been in the situation, so I don't want to like judge too harshly. But I just don't think that Archie taking a crowbar to a guy who conveniently leaves his gun in the car is like always going to be the best there, situation here. There is a moment where Archie calls in all the kids, and he's like, "Hey." You're all with Dodger. You're not welcome here. Which is such a bad idea. So I assume that covers it. Now you all don't run with Dodger. Right. It's this like, is oh, great. Cool. And, then, and the kids are like, aren't you graduating at the end of the school year? What happens then? What happens when you go to college? To which I have to say, yeah. they're not going to college. They're not going to college. Sorry. Mad Dog definitely isn't going to college. Well, I Because he actually did his thing that got him in juvie. Did he? What did he do? Something. Something. Something bad. Bad, but he's still out of juvie. No, it's not that bad. Right. But medium bad? But it's bad. But not that bad. But not not that bad, but <laughs> it's pretty bad. Enough that they gave him the name Bad Dog. So <laughs> No no it's not yeah, bad dog. Mad, it's Mad Dog. Mad Dog is sad. <laughs> and little brother's Bad Dog is the is the is their the dad. Old, <laughs> bad dog's their dad. Their dad, the uh, branch upon which the leaves of trouble were first created. That was really deep and poetic. Yeah, I honestly don't really know. But what do you I'm know saying. what their mom's name is? Rad dog. Rad dog, because she's cool. <laughs> she's really cool. And that was the person they murdered. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> so really sad. R.I.P. <laughs> so, FP drops by. Finally, finally, finally. He's like, where the hell have you been? He's like, listen, I've been trying to get my son to not read anymore. (laughs) Not read books that he's already read. Been very busy trying to to color some impressions of the past. (laughs) Uh, uh, Archie's like, listen, all these complaints about my son are bullshit. He's like, well, you know, when I was in a gang, before I was sheriff, when I was running a gang... We would just do Text community events to, to make uh, to make everyone happy. Does, like, does weren't that, you bad? <laughs> does FP still belong to the South Side Serpents? 
Listen, what? we've established this. The Southside Serpents are gone. Are they gone? Cheryl had them all murdered so she could control <laughs> Tony. No one has talked about them. Because they're dead. Does Jacket still wear that jacket? The summer was a nightmare culling of the of the Southside Serpents. Jacket had to formally denounce them. Did he? <laughs> no, I'm making this all I'm up. Like, but, maybe. But definitely. I could have forgotten that. They're happened. all dead now. Can I like tweet at Roberta and be like, are the Southside Serpents dead? Is it a bit fangs is in We the can't cult. we can't let him find out about this, then he'll be next. Right, right. Oh, so we gotta keep Roberto safe. <laughs> what? So question. Are is what where are these people? I'm sorry, I'm just really confused. Listen, maybe Cheryl didn't have them killed. Maybe she had them all moved somewhere. Like to the ground. Yeah, like underground. Somewhere because they're, they're dead. They're all dead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the same, but different. Well, FP's like, listen, you just gotta be friendly with them. Invite them over. Give them a clam bake. What's a clam bake? I it's something with clams. Like <laughs> And baking, yeah? I actually don't know. I assumed it was like where they made clams for everyone, but now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's not a Do thing. Do you bake clams? Have you ever had baked clams? They're delicious. I don't know. I'm Googling it because I am curious if, you know when it's like, oh, what's like the other, there's like another clam bake. What is it? What is it? Okay, let's find out. Hey, and Google clam bake. I'm doing it, John. An outdoor social gathering at which clams and other seafood, and often chicken, potatoes, and sweet corn, are baked or steamed traditionally in a pit over heated stones and under a bed of seaweed. So it's exactly what we thought it was. Okay. Oh, and it looks delicious. Wow, that's a lot of work, FP. It's like going to the boiling crab, but it's a thing you do, and it like is a social event. A social like a barbecue, but for clams. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clam bake sounds fun. Well, Archie doesn't do that. No. Um, instead, Archie holds a press conference where he dares everybody to not. He, you you better help out of this gym because <laughs> we're gonna be open an hour later, and and we're doing Big Brothers and Big Sisters, and I'm doing high school and and college prep and fighting crime. Fuck Archie, you're Archie. doing it again. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And this whole time, Alice is like, I'm so proud of him, sticking it to all of the neighbors at the gym. He's literally like, listen, if you got a problem with me, you can take it up with my lawyer mom or my best friend's dad, the sheriff. I like that part. That was funny. I guess, but Effie was like, make friends with them. And Archie was like, I'm going to pick a fight with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, bully this town into volunteering. I'm sure that he'll magically just start doing better with the Big Brothers or Big Sisters or... We'll never hear of it again. Right, right, right. But, dude, you don't have time to be running this place until 11. Do you do homework or school anymore? I truly... He could do homework at the gym. I guess, but he seems to be training kids all the time. It's... This is... this. Listen, this is going to explain why the next generation of Riverdale kids are all buff and hot. Right. Because they're just going to this gym from, from such a young age. I was going to say, it's like, not all of them can have an interest in boxing, though. Like... This is a boxing gym. Right. But, like, do they offer arts and crafts? Like, do they no, offer... No, no, it's just boxing. You'll notice it's only boys coming to this gym. Yeah, girls also get bullied into, like, running drugs. They are also, like, less likely to be, right. you know, noticed. Right. So maybe you should just start, I don't know. There's a real delinquent boy problem in this town. I really hope that Archie decides that he's going to open, like, a bar class. Like, you know, so they can do, like, cardio bar... 
you know, like that. Kind oh, of is that what, that's kind of stuff that you would like to go to? Yeah, to appeal to like, you know, spin. Right. I would love spin. Right. Can I get some bikes? <laughs> then it's like, we could all be buff and hot. Mm-hmm. As teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could get some of the artsy kids to, like, paint murals on the wall right, and stuff. Right. Like a rotating thing. Yeah. You could have more children Should we this. open a, a juvenile Kaylin, are you, situation? Are you suggesting what I think you are? Yeah, I think that we should put God, that would be so much easier than trying to make in the entertainment I industry. You know. just find an abandoned gym that our girlfriend's dad gives us. Gives us. But, like, as a threat? <laughs> I know. He actually kind of did him a favor. In ruining his future, Oh, actually. my God. Hiram accidentally gave Riverdale the only place it needs to save itself. And that's irony. You know what Ian Except said? Except it won't work. Ian said that when he was a kid today that he didn't understand the irony of Buffy dating Spike or Angel. And I was like, you mean like a vampire slayer falling in love with a vampire? The irony did not. That didn't, that didn't land? No. And that made me so happy today. It was very funny. Just speaking of irony. <laughs> uh... A hardware store owner stops by Archie's office to tell him that um, they've been getting pressured to come after his uh, his his gym, and Archie's like, "By who? Like Dodger. he didn't know." Dodger, fucking kidding me, Archie? Obviously, it's Dodger. So Dodger is making them pay a protection fee. Yep. Though this is like the last three weeks or the first time you've ever heard Dodger exist. If he, uh, if they, if they don't pay, he'll send children to beat them up. Yeah. Because he doesn't have adults working for him anymore. It's just kids. Did you see the kitchen? No. Okay. Um, it's basically in the movie. It's like they collect protection fees mm. from the local business owners. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. That was in The Departed. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. 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 Just saying. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Yeah, I think we all yeah. No. <laughs> it's like, it's oh. a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, I do. You know what I do like though? What? Every time Dodger shows up, the lighting is purple. Have it, you noticed that? I have not. When he's in, when that first time they caught him in that uh, parking garage, it was all purple lighting, and in this episode, outside he's got purple lighting. Is this is this indicating something? No, it's just a motif. Oh, okay. Uh, I just, I think this show is really well shot and I like to highlight that. It is. No, it is very well shot. Uh, so Archie threatens him again. Hey, you're, you're bad and I'm going to stop you. Well, I have a gun. All right. Same time next week. Great. See you then. Yep. 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 So that's the end of Archie's plot. I don't get it. Um, It's because we just tread the same ground again over and over. No, it's okay. Things are bad for the kids because of Dodger. Well, I'm going to try to help you kids. And threaten Dodger. Right. Then I, then we do that, and then... Remember when he was in jail? Yeah, that was this time last year. Right. We were also like, what are we doing here? He's Crazy. just fighting in a, in a pool. Right. I think that Archie might need to die at the end of the season. That's... No. I think, the I think so. I don't think that's... I think that's the answer. No. But then he could come back as zombie Archie. What? I mean, I'm not saying KJ Appa. KJ Appa can stay on the show. We'll uh-huh. make that work. Sure. But Archie might need to die. He died last season. We'll send a bear in again. <laughs> no, he beat the bear. <laughs> beat the bear. We'll send a guy in a bear costume. He beat the guy in the bear costume. Well, I don't know. Those are the only things that we could think of to kill him. <laughs> it didn't work. Except it kind of works. What about another bigger bear? <laughs> bigger bear in a costume? In a human costume. A bigger bear in a bear costume. I love it. Amazing. Send it in. 
Okay. Love the other plots, so though. This is a great. Betty and Kevin or Jughead? Mm. Actually, we should do Jughead last. Yeah, let's do Jughead last. I have a lot of theories. I bet you do. Yeah. Okay, so what's Kevin up to after school? Just cruising the bathrooms at Sheds and Royal. Ah. Uh, which is, I thought we talked about this, Kevin. Feels just kind of like a weird thing to constantly make jo- jokes like, about. Uh, like, I don't know if it's jokes. I think it's serious. <laughs> like, that's, that feels a little weird. Feels like, yeah. It's definitely not healthy. I feel like we're not we're not addressing uh, some real problems. Yeah. Like Kevin's time in the cult. Yeah, the time in the cult. Yeah. yeah. This is the time that he... Did he go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? No. Didn't Moose go to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy? No, their dad just tried to kill them for being gay because he was gay. That's right. That was fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Good just, times. Just like Kevin be happy. So Betty just invites him to the junior FBI program. So that's apparently fine. Yeah. And again, this is a real thing. And... Yeah, the cult is just like a wash. It's out. Yeah, I've seen seeing a lot of the websites being like, and of course this doesn't make any sense. No. Why would there be a junior FBI program? We actually looked it up. It is real. That's why. You can't do drugs to be in it. Number one Riverdale podcast. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because we do research. We do research. I mean, you know, during the the podcast. The minimum. (laughs) You, right, we're so honest, you get to hear us do the research live. Do other podcasts do that? Do they Mm -hmm. let you in on the process? Mm -hmm. No. Suck it, Riverdish. Oh, sorry, Riverdish. You guys are great. If you're listening to this, A+. Good job. Uh, The book is really fun. Almost sight unseen. Kevin's like, well, good, your brother's hot. Yeah. I'd like to date your brother. I get that. Betty, are we in a place yet where you'd be comfortable with me dating your brother? Also, and this is the least important thing. Yeah, that's also fair. Is your brother gay? (laughs) I mean, I think, as I always say, that anyone can date anyone on these shows. Well, like, he's obviously bi until we're told otherwise. Exactly. That's that. Thank you. Thank you. Finally, someone acknowledged. Maybe that's it. the way you should just treat people. That is how I treat people. Buy until you're told otherwise. Yeah, it's pretty good. I know that's how I always treat. Is that not? Is that not appropriate? Mm, it's not bad. That's to get us into trouble that one time at the satellite. <laughs> that was not great. Oh, you mean when you're like, yeah, a lot of guys, and he's like, yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> yeah, it's cool, cool, cool. No, he's like, oh, you're having guy problems, not gay. Cool. No, it's yeah. great. Got worse from there. Great. You want a drink? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Cool. It got worse. Uh, anyway. So, and Betty's like, I don't know. Maybe there will be some other cute young FBI boy for you to date. Yeah. Because kids from other schools are here. Maybe their one gay boy will be at this party. Right. Like, maybe, like, the the gay character from, like, Nancy Drew will be or in this. Sabrina, yeah. Yeah, Sabrina. Oh, hey. I, I, it would have been cool if it was like, oh, yeah, we're using some of the same extras from Sabrina. That in would the be background cool. Of this. That would have been cool. So, uh, at, the, at the class, Kevin again establishes that Charles is hot. And then he and the kids play, who's the murderer? This is insane. This is insane. And it turns out Betty's developed murderer sense. Yeah. I thought that they were going to be a little smarter with this. I thought they were going to, like, give them, like, sheets of paper with, like, four facts about each of them. Right. And then she had to, like... No, it's literally, like, look at the pictures of these three men. Who kills people? <laughs> and she's like, clearly it's like number and two. With one zoom in on the eyes, Betty's able to just boop, 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 pick them out. Yeah, that felt Actually, very that one, that one, none of these guys. Yeah, and then Charles is like, that's absolutely correct, Betty. How did you know? We don't know how she knows. Charles like, they all have the serial killer genes. 
This hey, is wait a second. Betty has those. Yeah, so this is actually real-ish, but not what you think it is. It's definitely pseudoscience, right? I mean, it's a real gene, and it's not like every single serial killer has this gene, Mm -hmm. but, like, they've found that, like, it's a thing in some people. But it's kind of like the same thing of being, like... You know, like, you could have a lot of genes that they don't present it's, themselves. It's just, like, they found this one gene in a couple murderers. They're like, well, that must mean. Yeah, it's... I didn't do extensive research because, again, you guys would have heard it. I... Yeah, it is a real thing. It's not... It's not, like, you have it and you got to fight those urges to serial kill. <laughs> Poor Caramel, though, am I right? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, this was intense. Betty spends this whole plot, again, retreading ground we've established before. Yes. Serial killer gene. We already knew about this. Well, now we know Caramel. We knew about this. Well, I like the caramel thing. I like the caramel. It was really well shot. I thought it looked really cool. I have a lot of thoughts about the serial killer gene versus having a father who's a serial killer. Oh, it's going to get way better, too. Yes. So a doctor confirms that Betty has the serial killer gene. So Betty tells Kevin she doesn't have the serial killer gene. A thing a serial killer wouldn't do. Exactly. Very confusing. Uh, then I, I love that Charles breaks up his lessons in real quick bite-sized portions. He yes. has them in for 15 minutes, gives them a quick speech, and gets them back out of there. These people killed people by it. Hey, uh, serial killers uh, often kill animals as kids. Everyone knows this. Hey, didn't Polly do that? Didn't Polly tell... Didn't Polly dress as Betty... While Betty was having a drug-induced vision, tell her that she did that. Yes. It's funny because she says something that is true-ish, but she did not know. Polly? Yes. Didn't she? No, because she told Betty, Oh, Betty, everyone knows you drowned Caramel. No, I dashed Caramel's head in. Yeah. Wait, so Polly was lying. Right. But then the truth just happened to be that, oh, thank God, Betty did kill Caramel just in a different way. Right, right, right. You right. know, you know, some producer was like, well, we can't afford to drown a fake cat. Which is and then, and then the writers were like, okay, but f- what the fuck? We did that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't do it here. Okay, I guess, I guess she's just wrong. <laughs> I have questions about why they couldn't do the drowning. Like, why she couldn't have been in a bathtub <laughs> What if they? What cat? if they bring this up later and Polly's like, wait, then whose cat did we drown? <laughs> <laughs> wait, if that wasn't Caramel, I guess he drowned a cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polly. Polly is messed up. I know, we, we <laughs> murdered a cat, too. We drowned a cat. <laughs> oh, no, poor Caramel. Oh, poor, poor Caramel. <laughs> Yes. Uh, Betty <laughs> Betty gets into some kind of fugue state and, like, has visions of a flashback of that cool time her dad let her outside and was like, hey, bash this cat's head in. <laughs> it's horrible. So the cat did get hit by a car. They then moved right, it was a. It was a... She mercy... She, she brought the cat over to her front lawn and then mercy killed it at her dad's behest. Yes. This happens in a lot of horror movies for some reason. Because dads are bad. Yeah, and it's in like... In horror movies. Or, or not even just horror movies, but like in movies where an animal dies, like someone's family member is like, you gotta do this. Yeah. 
Because it's, it's the right yeah, thing, but it's, it's gonna be a kindness, but it's gonna be hard. Right, exactly. But it's also like kind of not a kindness, like yeah, because some it's really like, crusty dude is. Yeah, like, it's kind of like I'm sort of like forcing you to do this. Like, if you if you did have, uh, are you asking uh, me if I would kill the cat? Would John? you? Would you, yeah? I guess. Would you mercy kill a cat? In no, that situation? not that way. For sure, no. I, I understand why people would. Um, for sure, would call the vet, and mm-hmm. for sure, would have it be on painkillers and have a very peaceful death while I was stroking its hair. Well, that's not as kind as bashing his head in with a rock right. the moment you find it. Right, exactly. Also, I feel like you don't know for sure if the cat is, like, in need of this. Uh-huh. Like, the cat could be fine. Right. Hal's not a, not a vet. No. He's not a professional in this regard. It's fucked up that they did this. They could have at least called a vet first, you know? Someone's parents a vet. So, Betty stops by for the next 15-minute chunk of FBI lessons. He's like, serial killers have journals. All right, get on out of here, kids. And then Betty goes home and checks her own checks her own journals, and that's when she learns specifically about what she did. Dear Diary, today was really hard. Archie does not like me, and also, I killed Caravel. <laughs> uh, Kevin, when she tells Kevin the truth... Hey, nice for her to, like, get that out in the same episode she lied to him in. Right, 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 right. And he takes it really well in stride. Well, he's probably killed people. I guess, but, like, she... <laughs> you're still on that? Yeah. Is he, is he the one delivering the tapes around town? Yeah. He didn't get one. Yeah. Oh, he didn't get one. He doesn't have a home. Doesn't he? I don't know. I guess he lives with the mayor. And, former mayor. And his dad. And his dad. Is Josie gone? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she left a... Uh, Right after Fred's funeral, she was like, it was great seeing you. I gotta go. Yeah, I mean, that was kind of her. Weird that she doesn't come back at all. He's like, no, you didn't murder your cat. Your dad manipulated you into murdering a cat. But the dad doesn't have a serial killer gene. Why did they say that? They established that he doesn't. Wait, they established he doesn't. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I was... I, I had misconstrued that. I thought he did. Well, that would make sense because he's a serial killer. But they're like, even your father, the serial killer, doesn't have the gene. Okay, so like she goes to Charles and wants to withdraw, and he's like, no, I have the serial killer gene. At first I was like, but how? How is it? But right. okay, so it is in the Cooper blood. Right. <laughs> but it's weird that he doesn't. Because then it kind of establishes that the gene doesn't mean anything, which we know it really doesn't right, mean anything. Right, but then the show's like, but it does mean something. Right. Charles is like, I can help you fight the darkness. Who is this man? Well, that's what Betty wants to find out. Yeah. Betty's like, yeah, we are saying the FBI. Because I want to find out if Charles is a serial killer. I just get to know him. And <laughs> like, just get to know him. Like, hang out with your brother. Like, just saying. Like, you already have to one. To find out if he's a serial killer. Or just be like, I don't know. Like, maybe we should get to know each other. Maybe we should just hang out. Maybe I should see your apartment. Like, maybe we should just, like, not... You know, be so fucking extra. Right. Hey, uh, just so you know, the last guy I met who who, who said his name was Charles Cooper um, yeah. what, so really kind of messed things up for a lot of people for yes. like two years. So I'd just love to vet you before. Right. Which I think is normal and fine. Uh huh. But instead of doing that, she goes fucking crazy. She's like, I'm going to start following him. Yeah. Where does he go? Just to pops the, 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 the FBI office and then and then our house, which is crazy because I only go to Pops, the school, right. and then our house, which is a totally normal set of three places to go all day long. Yeah, I mean, when they, he does it, they say Archie has a community center. I wouldn't know. I still haven't been there. Oh yeah, no. 
I think it's a little uh, presumptuous that he is a murderer because he here he right. Has a she job. went straight to serial killer on this guy because what cases is he working on? Oh, we don't know. Then he's clearly murdering people. He does. Have Who's a- dying? The people he's murdering. <laughs> he does have a job in the FBI. Like I was like wondering if he was maybe faking that he was an FBI agent. But like, look at all these teenagers. Right. Like I'm pretty sure this is real. I don't. I don't know. I I want to trust this man. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe for a second this guy's evil. No, they're clear. I mean, they're probably turning us in this direction so that they can be like, oh no, he's not evil at all. Yeah, unless that's not blood. He he makes cherry pies on his free time, and like, and then I'm waiting stuff. for him to be like, you didn't trust me, Betty. Like I thought well, now we were. I don't trust you. Right, exactly. Because and then one episode later, they're fine. Exactly. Yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of uh, Betty's, Betty and Kevin's plot. Mostly Betty's plot. But hey, Kevin was there. Yeah, he did. More than we can usually say. So let's hang out with Jughead's, I guess, life-changing day. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about this, but overall, very on board. So Jughead actually did find info on the Stonewall 4. Four people have gone missing, and the Don was like, No, you idiot. Here's some text from Moose. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> So, so Moose is not fine, So right? we're already moving away from this. Yeah, clearly Moose is dead. Yes. <laughs> Good, cool. And Mr. Chipping hangs out, hands out his latest, a Baxter Brothers mystery, which is legally different than the Hardy Boys. Yes, technically. And definitely not a plot that he stole from a student five years ago and then repurposed <laughs> into his own novel. No, no, no. This is now fact. He does this. He we know this 100% now. does this. This is literally what this <laughs> yes. plot is turning into. I'm so glad we got this one right. Yeah, absolutely. He's the latest in a series of ghost riders, a.k.a. people who steal plots from children. Uh, <laughs> Jughead used to love these books, and Brett snorts at that because it's not cool to like things. <laughs> yeah, No. And uh, Mr. Shipping invents, invites them to a wine and cheese reception with all the previous ghostwriters of the books, of whom Jughead only cares about maybe two of them. Yeah. So, this is weird, right? This whole thing. You know what? It's a lot better than if the plot were like, Jughead, there's a special college admissions thing that we think you should go out for. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, the, this is actually a decent amount of dumb to be like, sure, you could recruit them right out of high school. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, I wish they kind of gave a reason that they could do this, because, like, in one case, like, Mr. Chipping is a teacher. Yeah. Has he been doing it for... No, he, he's only written four books. That what he said, yeah. So... Maybe they take him a long time? Do they still make Hardy, Bo- Hardy Boys books? No, I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna look that up, though. Jughead uh, goes home and asks his dad about the old Baxter Bros books he used to have. Uh, they check a storage room and they bring out a whole book box of them for him and Betty. And she's excited because they did crossovers with Tracy True. Nancy Drew. Legally distinct from Nancy Drew, who... Though they've used Nancy Drew before in the show. They've definitely called Betty Nancy Drew. Okay, but maybe they want to make it potential that Nancy Drew could actually meet the Riverdale gang now. I really hope that never happens. You don't, You wouldn't want them to team up? No, no, no. Because there's ghosts now in Nancy Drew, maybe? Oh, I, I honestly... Only watched the pilot. Wow. I got maybe halfway through the second episode and then had to leave for a prior engagement with you. Oh. What were you doing? Was it fun? I don't know. It was a while ago. Okay. That's it's fun. always fun. Yeah. You're the best, Caitlin. Thank you, John. I am the best. I'll see you next Subtweet Tuesday. Yes. Yeah, so oh, God. So stressful. <laughs> I never know who it's about. I always assume it's about me. Uh, 
Jughead wonders why FP stopped buying them for him, and FP is like, you outgrew them. Jughead's like, I'll never outgrow these. And FP's like, well, I hate books. I don't know. And then he leaves. <laughs> it's actually really cute to see Jughead excited. Yeah. It's he really reads nice. in his bed. It's cool. Yeah. It's like... It's cute. Jughead's first just normal day. I know. I, it's nice. Honestly, if I don't know why anyone's complaining about the these plots, because he's just a person. Yeah. And not like... I like a, it. An entity of vengeance out to catch a, a ghost. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's just like having fun at school. Right. Maybe he, he's going a, through some trials and tribulations, some drama. Getting his first job. Getting locked in a coffin. You know, yeah. the normal high school stuff. Weird. Yes. Uh, he finds a page torn out in the book. Ooh, John. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Chipping introduces the original Franklin P. Paxton, Mr. DuPont. So is he a murderer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he asks, he's like, and this is Jughead. He's like, is that your real name? <laughs> Finally, someone asks. And he's Jughead's like, like, no, but I'm also not going to tell you right, my real name right now. Yeah, no, it's also worse, kind of. Better? I don't know. I feel like Moose, Moose versus, what's his, like, name? Forsyth. Mar- Marmaduke. Oh, Marmaduke. Marmaduke, Moose, all bad names. Like, you know that when you make up your own name, it could be better than the name you chose. Like, Do you think he chose Moose? I think he did. Isn't his name Moose Marmaduke? No? Marmaduke Moose? His, I mean, his nickname is Moose. Who did choose that for him? He's not, like, a particularly large man. No. So... Kind of seems mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, does he look like a moose? That's mean. Anyway, Jughead, I still don't know why that's his name. <laughs> they wonder if the next ghostwriter of the Baxter Brothers Mysteries is in the room. Then they're like, so here's what you gotta do. You have to write the first three chapters of a book and then outline the rest of the book and then hand it to us and expect nothing in return. Right. This is so <laughs> fucked up. I thought this. I was like, what? This is like literally people like, like this is like a book proposal. Right. Like <laughs> that could mean nothing and that you could never use again. Right. And legally, we then own those plots. What? And then over the next couple of years, we're going to have to produce one, two, three, four. There's six six books. <laughs> That's uh, insane. Baxter Brothers books. That's so dumb. We've been running this scam for decades at this school. It's smart, but it's bad. So obviously Jughead's grandpa wrote those books, right? Right, right. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Jughead's grandpa created the Baxter Brothers and got yeah. cheated out of it by this guy. Exactly. Love it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Jughead finds a picture of Mr. DuPont and his grandfather together in an old yearbook. So they were friends. And according to this guy, Forsyth was a fighter who eventually left the school. He doesn't know why. Yeah. Because I stole his novels. Exactly. Uh, He was a talent. Uh, And he asks about FP. He's like, oh, does he write? He should come to the reception. I'm not scared of or threatened (laughs) by you, your presence at all. No, 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 no. Uh, Jughead will see, but when he visits FP and invites him... FP's like, wait, no, my dad sucked. Yeah. <laughs> he really has daddy issues, he, And I get he it. He was a dropout and a drunk because that man stole his book idea from him and then made a ton of money off of it. That is what happened, right? It's like, gotta be what happened. Yeah, it's like bitter as they're, fuck. They're, yeah. like, Jughead's about to discover the person who ruined his family for all these years. And, and it's, it's Mr. This, DuPont. Yeah. Or we're going to find out Mr. Chipping is really a vampire, and he's immortal, and he's like, oh, I was the original. All these guys pretended to. Doesn't Mr. Chipping kind of look like the picture of Jughead's grandfather? 
I didn't get a good look at the picture. I don't think that means anything, but I do. No, it's a babe. I, I think Ari screenshotted it, and she was like, what a babe. And I was like, That'd be babe. really funny if if midway through season Mr. Ship is like, no, I'm your grandfather. I've been Benjamin Buttoning, like reverse aging. But, but he met FP before. Wouldn't FP have been like, hey, aren't you my abusive dad? <laughs> oh, his son. You finally made it to Stonewall Prep. This is what this was all about. I will say Skeet really does crush that scene. I think. He yeah, he's a great that. actor. Mm-hmm. Also, it's so cute. So at the reception, they play a game called Murder. Yeah. And the rules of the game are this. Mm-hmm. You wink at someone, five seconds later they die, and you want to not get caught winking at people. So Jughead gets Donna. Right. Then we cut to the final three of the game. And Jughead winks at that kid who doesn't have a name. Oh, I don't remember that kid. Right. Brett's like, oh, well then clearly it's... And then Jughead winks at Brett, and then Brett says it's Jughead. Now, if you die five seconds after he winks at you, but you say he's the murderer before the five seconds pass. Don't you win? I don't think that's... I think somebody's been still killed by him. Because anybody who was right, my dad... Right, but, but wasn't the mission to identify the murderer before I think it's before you're, you're killed, not before you die. But... I think it's... Then it would make no I don't sense. know, man. I'd say technically Brett could get away with it. Mm. There's an argument to be had here that he did win that game. I'm on Team Jughead. Because then it wouldn't make sense. Because then Donna would have just been like, it's Jughead. Blech. You know what I mean? Right. You're right. You sh- you're you're not supposed to tell within those five seconds. Yeah. That's a good point. I feel like that's the rule. All right. Yeah. But you suck. Yeah. Brett cheated, actually. So. So, uh, DuPont's like, Jughead, I hope you become the successor. Maybe he feels bad. Maybe he's like, I want to right my wrong and give it to a Jones. But... Don't put your fucking name on it. I all highly, right, I built this empire. <laughs> I highly doubt that this job pays well. Also, I was thinking about this. Like, I really don't think that this job pays very well. Mm. It doesn't really... Like, novels are not very lucrative unless it's, like, enormously successful. And right. because they don't own the original IP, I don't think that you would make that much money. I don't think anyone needs money in Riverdale. That's... Well, you do for all your schemes. You, you For schemes, yes. Yeah. Uh, when, yeah, but schemes also... college. Uh, apparently, no one needs a job. Right. Like, you can yes, just you fair. can just live in a house and eat normal food for nothing. Because Mary is uh, working pro bono. Uh, Sheriff Keller is unemployed. <laughs> uh, Maybe they have a good social security wait, net. Wait, isn't Lawyer McCoy also unemployed? Like, if she's not doing the legal cases that Mary's doing, then who, what is she doing? How much law is happening? Maybe her How much money? Oh, wait, no, wait. Is Penelope in jail? I don't think we know where Penelope is. Penelope dead? She's not dead. Because she was, like, the witness that wasn't really the witness, like, two episodes ago. Penelope escaped. She's coming back. We just don't know where she is. She's Maybe probably in the walls. Maybe she's in the walls. Yeah, she's probably in the walls. <laughs> Mom, what the hell? That would be funny. I thought you thought it would be Julian, didn't you? Uh, no, no, no. You thought it would be Julian. Oh, you ate in the wolf. Just kidding. Julian's here, too. Hey. <laughs> oh, gross. So much of it is gross. <clears throat> so, Jugged Ass of Bread is still mad. Brett calls Jughead a charity case, a dirt poor scholarship kid. The admissions committee hasn't read any of his work, and then he insults Jughead's grandfather, too. And then Jughead almost hits him, which mm-hmm. we did this two episodes ago. Also... And Jughead rose above 
And now he, he, I mean, he also, did he hit him this time? No, he also didn't hit him. My. Also, I think Brett is right. Uh, yeah, they uh, he is. Did not. But I think FP makes a really good point in the following scene where he's like, who cares? Exactly. You're still going to get in there. You're going to beat these guys without any of their advantages. Yeah. So, so who off. gives a shit? Well, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like this is in every movie where it's like, like Lily Blonde, where she's like, oh, I thought that like he thought that I was talented, but I'm just the hot one. Right. And they're like, who cares if you're the hot one? You're the best damn yeah. warrior this one. You are talented. Right. Exactly. It's every movie, and it's fine. But like he's right. Like you got everyone has advantages and disadvantages in life, and mm-hmm. if you don't shoot your shot when you're given your shot, then like you don't deserve to be there anyway. Mm-hmm. And that's my final, you know, speech about that. Wow, I feel really empowered now. Yeah, thank you for that. You're welcome. FP tells Jughead that the books were sent from Jughead's grandfather because he wrote the books. Obviously, he wrote the books. Come on. Yep. Also, apparently, Jughead's grandfather is alive and out there somewhere. He's going to be played by someone. They like had a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody recognized. Cool. Someone's got a grandparent who isn't evil. Well, maybe we'll find out. Does Archie have grandparents? Come on, Nana Blossom. One of them is dead. No, Archie has grand like. That guy died. He was like the ghost. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, he had a, he had a grandpa Andrews who's dead. Um, Veronica's grandpa apparently also abusive. Does anyone have non-abusive grandparents that we know of? Reggie. <laughs> no, definitely abusive. Yeah, definitely abusive. That's it's a cycle of abuse. Everyone's grandfather, the next generation above their parents, is even worse somehow. Yep. That's sad. Mm-hmm. Pop's father wasn't abusive. No, he was lovely. Yeah. We know this for He died in the riots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, so sad. Yeah. Really sad. Uh, oh, wait, no. Didn't he actually, like, talk about his gra- his father recently or his mother or something like that, Pop? No, I don't remember. Probably. Don't remember. Okay. Well, uh, Jagged opens another Baxter Brothers book. Again, a page ripped out, but you can see uh, the, what is it, the impressions from some writing. So he does the, the pencil rub. And finds a note, a birthday message from his grandfather with the addendum, P.S. Trust few, never let them take anything from you. Like my books. Like, like my these books. books. <laughs> P.S.S. They stole my books, Jughead. <laughs> I wrote this. You should have scratched out, like, DuPont's name and, like, wrote, like, Forsyth the first whatever. What is it? What's the, what's the, what's the name, the, the title of the person? I'm the original Franklin P. Paxton. I bet if we, if we like rearrange those <coughs> letters, it would be like Forsyth did the books. Oh, FP. Oh, I honestly was joking. Wait, Franklin, what is his name? Franklin P. Paxton. Yeah, it's obviously FP. It's FP. Jesus Christ, obviously. Are you yeah. fucking kidding? Okay, cool. 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 <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, that's so obvious. What are we going to do in Rumordale now that we've solved this here? I know, I know. Um, so at the Baxter Bros Challenge, Jughead decides to make a real meal out of his entry mm. by not raising his hand and be like, oh no, I'm in, but my name is Forsyth Third now. Yeah, he should have raised his hand, because they could have just overlooked this completely. Right. And uh, the challenge is to devise the perfect murder. Meanwhile, in the future... Yeah... Uh, so what happens? FP comes in 
is with the most dramatic flair. A lot of drama. Really making a meal of this moment, too. Yes. Comes in and is like, Archie, Betty, and Veronica, you're under the rest for the cold-blooded murder of my son, Jughead. And then we push in on every single other person in the room. So obviously Jughead faked his own murder. Yeah, he faked his death. Yeah, because it's the perfect crime. Yeah. So this is a long payoff. Yeah. So it's it's a clever move to inject a little bit more high stakes drama into relatively low stakes episodes. It is. But also this is going to happen at the end of senior year, which means that by the time Christmas is going to come around, we're still not going to know what happened. Maybe. Yeah. Most likely we won't. Oh, damn. It was just Halloween. We just did Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. If this was like Christmas break, it would be right. It's, you know. it's after spring break. Yeah. Well, isn't high school spring break in February? My we had a February break, and then in April we had a spring break. Oh, now we had spring break in like February or March. Maybe we had it in March. It's we had a week off for presents. It's not that far into the future. No, but it, it's gonna feel like it. Mm. Trust me. Well, it's a. 22 episode season. I know, Let them, they, gotta, they don't need to do it too soon. How many episodes is this? Is this fifth? Fourth? Third? Twelfth? <laughs> how many? How many have we done? I think this is the fourth. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah. We're just breathing on through. Just Are get, we? No, just kidding. It's going to be forever. It's taking a while. <laughs> so, John, where can they. What, what do we do now? <laughs> okay. Let's do some superlatives. Um. Most likely... Most horny. Kevin. Okay, most... I'm trying to do a good one for... Um, most likely to throw away a perfect opportunity to do some good to help out your stupid family again. Veronica! Um, most likely to be the subject of a of a terrible, terrible dream. Caramel. Caramel. <laughs> Caramel the cat. Uh, worst reappropriation. Archie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fucked up. He was, that was almost more fucked up than the kids at Halloween who dressed up like the Gargoyle King and the Black Hood. Uh, best dressed. Hermosa Lodge. Yeah. I love her, but how does she exist? I, I have no feelings about her one way or the other. Do you think that she and, uh, She's from Florida? What the fuck? She and Miami, I think. She and Charles should date, and I would love that. Because that would be just hilarious. No. I love it. No, I want them to be internal enemies. But then they should have sex, right? Well, yeah, sure. They can do that. Right, 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 right. That's fine. Cool, cool, cool. Like, I don't like this idea. Like, don't... I don't want any supporters of Charles and Kevin out there. (laughs) Because what the fuck would they do together? The FBI stuff? Do they... We don't know if they like each other or anything in common, even if Charles is gay. That's not a personality trait. But what about Choni, John? Because I created it and it came into the world. Whatever. I I created Mr. Chipping stealing novels from children. (laughs) There we go. And we both made Hiram Land, which is... Can it. Obviously, he did the test case in prison, and now he's going to spread it to the entire town once he's made mayor. It's very exciting for us. It's just very great. He already owns the town, doesn't he? He owns all of the businesses. Make it an amusement park. Anyway, rumor do. So, I think we kind of talked about the Mr. Chipping stuff. Let's talk about how Jughead's going to fake his murder. 
I don't know how. I don't, but he is. He's right. alive. Obviously. And FP's in on it. Yeah. And FP, so are the others. If FP is so they, so in some, on it. So they're being watched. Yeah, that's weird. I forgot about that because they didn't bring they've it gotta up be, once. They've got to be being watched in the future. If they're like, oh, we got to burn everything and they're covered in blood and then they're like. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, now we're now we're the end of the body, and oh no, FP's harassing us. Like they they've got to be like faking it, but like that means someone's keeping an eye on them. Oh, you think that they they're keeping up appearances for reasons. That's interesting. That you think that they they are faking having killed Jughead. Yeah, that's interesting. That doesn't seem like a great way to get into college. Well, I don't think Jughead's going to. Lied, lied to them. Right, right. And make them think that they killed him. No, that'd be horrible. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be really bad. Yeah, yeah, and there's no coming back from that. So, yeah, so he definitely faked his own death or something. Why, we don't know, but probably to stick it to Brett. That's the only thing I can think of, that Brett sucks this much. Or it's, like, to get back at DuPont and Chipping. Yeah, that would make sense. That... Then Jughead's going to run the Baxter novels or whatever. Yeah, he'll write the Baxter Brothers or whatever. It's kind of too bad because if this is the truth, then that means there's nothing that's breaking up the core four, which I think was like the most narratively interesting part of it. Yeah, I will say I think this season or next season is going to do a time jump at the start. It has to, I I think. think. And I think the best thing they could do would be to open it with like, yeah, maybe Jughead's a more successful writer or something mm-hmm. now. And, oh, Archie and Betty are dating now. And that would be so cool. Right? That would be pretty great. Yes. Um, they actually did this on One Tree Hill, but it would be really great. Mm-hmm. It would be. Archie and Betty dating would be very interesting. It would be such a shot in the arm, I think. Yeah. And, like, to have him actually be sidekick on, like, the mystery stuff. Yes. As, like, more of a muscle uh, maybe would be a better use of his stupid muscles. Than, than patrolling the streets at night in a in a black hood mask. We gave him a hobby. I don't know why he has to find another hobby of vigilante. Dude, he, lo- he loves hobbies. That kid yeah. picks up hobbies so fast. <laughs> uh, remember when he had sex with the teacher because she taught him guitar? Or Barely. Something? Yeah, that was weird. He just wanted to play the guitar and have sex with this teacher. And everyone was like, no, yeah. fight crime. Yeah, no, 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 I know. We really. It's like, it's yeah. weird that the fans were demanding that he fight crime so much. I know. Choices. Anyway. What are you looking forward to right now, Caitlin? Oh, God. What am I looking forward to? Watching Buffy again. More Buffy. Where are um, you in season two? Very early. Like, only a couple of episodes in. But do you know how it ends? Do you know who the villain is of season two? No, actually, I don't. Excellent. Wait, is don't it, don't don't find out. Is it like the the Slayer, like the first Slayer? Mm-mm. No, okay. I don't you don't know meet the first Slayer until like the end of season four. Okay, and the first Slayer is old. Well, I mean, she's ancient, right? But okay. like, she's played by a young actress. Oh, because she course. was young before <laughs> she died. Oh no. R.I.P. Slayers aren't really known for living long, old age. Interesting. That's sad. Um, yeah, you, you, you know Buffy it. died at the end of season one. Yeah, right? yeah, because I've yeah, she died at the end of season one. She came back and then she got upset with her friends because they brought her back. Yeah, that she wasn't. Again. They had a weird time starting season two. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm not really new stuff. I feel like I'm not really looking forward to anything new right now. What about you? 
So I just came from seeing Last Christmas in theaters. Oh my gosh. Which was everything I needed because you know I love a dumb Christmas movie. And so now I'm just very excited for all of the dumb Christmas movies to come. Yes. I'm cool. excited for The Night Before Christmas Amazing. with Vanessa Hudgens. You mean The Knight? Yeah, The Knigget Before Christmas. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for uh, The <laughs> Christmas Prince 3. Amazing. The Royal Baby, in which they stop a, an ancient curse. What? Uh, <laughs> I did not see this trailer. No, there's no trailer. This is the synopsis they've released. Oh, maybe I didn't I, have, I haven't seen a trailer either. I think I did know this. And my mom has been calling me with like... Oh, there's so many lists on the New York Times of all the dumb Christmas movies coming out. Because so it's like an industry now. Yeah, it's great. It got big. Yeah. They I'm, put out like 30 a year, and they're all the same. What What is that? Fall Fall Trial and Order? What is the, what is the one? This is not a... Fall of an Order? Yeah, this isn't a Christmas movie. This is some holiday. Or no, Love, Comma... Fall ampersand order. There's no there's no there's no Oxford comma, so it's love like a signature. Love fall. fall in order. I don't get it. Right. It doesn't make any sense. Right. Like law and order, but there's lawyers. Right. The the I I remember the the lead actor and it was like, well no, because they fall in love and <laughs> and and they're lawyers, so love fall in order. <laughs> right, 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 right. Pick up the script and be like, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. Cool. Of, of course. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Got it. To me. I will those- do anything. <laughs> Where's my paycheck coming in? Yeah, I would feel the same. Hey, here's the thing. If I was an actor, I would love to do a bunch of Christmas movies. Oh my god. So it sounds fun. great. Yeah, exactly. I don't I don't need to do Broadway. I need to do Fall in Order, the sequel. <laughs> love and Love and, and dispositions and, and no, 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 it's, it's, I don't know what it's it called. Love, Fallen Order, uh, SVU. Oh, it's <laughs> like a weird dark turn. Special Valentine's unit. Love it. Okay, good. Thank God. That's hilarious. That is actually very funny. Why is it in the fall? <laughs> it's still in the fall. It's this town where it like, always feels like autumn. Oh, wow. What a cute, quaint town. What a beautiful place. Oh, Hallmark should make all their movies there. Did you ever watch an SNL sketch about, like, the Lifetime Christmas movies? I saw the Lifetime game show, What's Wrong with Tanya? Oh, that's funny. This one was, no, it was, like, a digital short, and it was, like, James Franco is, what is it? James Franco is, like, like, Mr. Santa. I forgot what it was, but it was a whole, Santa Prince. Prince Santa. That's what it was. He's Santa and a prince. And a time Uh, traveler? My favorite is when they always fall back on Santa's children. Right, right. So that it's a hot Santa who can can have sex. Exactly. (laughs) As as this show is hot Archie who fucks, hot Santa who fucks is its own genre. It is. Because it's like... Aren't they doing one on Disney Plus with Anna Kendrick? Yes. Yes. But it's like... She her brother is like supposed to be right. the next Santa. Who plays her brother? Bill Hader. Bill, I loved Bill Hader. Yeah, yeah he's that's fun. pretty good though. Yeah. And the idea is that like, are there are they going to stay dutiful to Christmas or to love? I just figured out what I'm going to do in my blog. 
Yeah, all the Christmas movies? No, I'm going to do a power ranking of all of Santa's fictional children That's in funny. movies. It'd be funny if they were all the same family. Like, uh, what is it? Jenny McCartney played yes, once. Santa Baby. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh oh, in yes. Snow. Snow. Yeah. Isn't there Noel? Is that the new one? Noel's the one with Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I know it's uh, not not a not a, not a a kid, but I know Vince Vaughn was Frank Claus in that one movie. Uh, Fred, Claus. Fred Claus. Yes. You're right. Well, now I feel silly. Yeah, you're right. It's sillier than people who made Fred Claus, for sure. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I love it. John, where can they find you? Well, uh, speaking of blogs, I have a blog. It's called The Catcher in the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Good pun. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at John Patton. And you can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. And you can find us on the Instagram at the Riverdale Register Podcast. We take turns answering the questions whenever we're bored. Like if you... Message. <laughs> That's right. So, if- oh, earlier earlier this week, I logged on and saw you texting someone else and be like, oh, "This feels gross. I should get out of here." Oh no, John, it's okay. We're not gonna like shit dog you in the chat. I was just, I'm, I'm worried someone's gonna talk to us and we're both gonna be answering at the same time, that and it's gonna fine. sound like we're schizophrenic. No, no, it's really fine. I some of them I've been signing KR because I was like just so. It's Me too. Here. I've been signing a bunch as KR. Yeah, so it's <laughs> so it's really confusing. So you'll never know. Yeah. So that's that's gonna be all for now. S- next week, uh, do well, we know what's happening? Do we? No, no. God, I just don't see trailers for next week's episode anymore. I don't. I know. Anyway, John's getting text. Very popular. Very popular. Over and out, River Vixens.